0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host Lance, here with my other host Matt. Every episode we like to introduce our adult beverages of choice. Today I will be drinking a birthday gift, one that my friend Nick gave me a couple weeks ago. This is Aberfeldy Highlands Single Scotch Whiskey. Uh, this is a 12-year and I think this is pretty normal right on the bar, something <laughs> I'd expect out of Scotch. It's good. I like it a lot. Actually, we've definitely had some worse ones, but this is <laughs> this is expectation, and I like it a lot. And then, of course, I got a New glare spotted cow on the side. What do you got, Matt? I also
1: have a spotted cow, of course, and then I've got the rest of the Macallan 12 year because you're nice enough to leave it for me. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate it. It is delicious as last time.
0: Yeah, now it makes me very interested in to see what like a 14 year, or 15 would taste like.
1: Well, that's also going from like sixty dollars to a hundred plus dollars. So,
0: yo, definitely, yeah. This was on sale for seventy from eighty, I oh, think.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So it's eighty. I think it's one twenty, and then I think it goes to two hundred at that Jesus. point. <laughs> it gets expensive. It gets very
0: expensive. Yeah, it does. It better fucking taste like it too. <laughs> so yeah, I'd be scared to put that much money down. But if twelve was so good, then I would only expect more out of that.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that one. This is good. I keep trying to look out for new things because we've had a lot at this point. <laughs> I wish we would have taken pictures because be like, okay, we've had that one and that one and that one. Let's mm. let's try something new. I've I've been keeping an eye because. We definitely don't make a bunch of money, so let's uh, no, let's keep it reasonable.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this for three years now, so <laughs> we've definitely gone through quite a few bottles.
1: That's very true, and we just keep going through more because can't get enough of it. Never.
0: All right, Matt. So, what are we covering today?
1: Today, we are going to be covering season one of Classroom of the Elites. This is about a high schooler named Ayana Koji, who goes to Tokyo Metropolitan Advanced Nurturing High School. Definitely a mouthful on that one. The premise of this school is that once you graduate, you can get any job or go to any school you want, which as we know, watching a lot of anime, that's the most important thing in life, really. Like mm-hmm. Especially when you're in, in school, but unfortunately, the school is not what it appears to be. Whether it is the exams, the points, or even some of the fellow students, there's twists and turns throughout this entire series and I can't get enough of it. It's been so good.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell i like it
1: without giving anything away right it's, you'll never hear it called te- uh tokyo metropolitan advanced nurturing high school again so
0: oh okay that's good <laughs> yeah that is not good. at least if they were to give it you know it's abbreviation or something but Timinus. <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know i'm just trying to no
1: idea that so this series is definitely a psychological thriller and it was kind of, I started watching this kind of when I was going through some of my dark, like wanted to watch a little more, more edgy stuff and not the edginess I was thinking of when it came to this series. Oh yeah. All the, all the fan service, not, not oh. exactly
0: what I was going with. Yeah. There's definitely lots of fan service.
1: Yes, but I did love the uh, psychological thriller of this series.
0: Yeah, that's definitely the pull that you can take from this anime. It's definitely what keeps it interesting and what made you continue watching.
1: Yeah, Lance, I know you have a really good Lance's Lessons for this episode. You want to tell us what it is?
0: So today's Lance's Lessons is going to be the Japanese word for expelled, and that is suiho sarata. Suiho sarata is spelt T-S-U-I-H-O-S-A-R-E-T-A. And suiho sarata is very important in this series because... If you get expelled, you're out of the school and you don't get those special perks. And that's very important to everybody who's in this school.
1: Yeah. the I do have a little comment from the light novel about those those points and all those extra perks that they talk about.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, now I'm very interested in that. So if that's the case, let's just jump into the Matsumaga Mentions. What? Yeah,
1: let's definitely jump into it.
0: Oh, also, just so everyone's clear... Matt's he went through and read the uh-huh. light novel, so this isn't manga. This is light novel stuff. So yes, we actually have the original source here.
1: Yep. Something that is different is that there's there was no class introduction until after the teacher gave her introduction.
0: Okay, so the. I don't remember his name right now but he's like oh before the teacher gets here let's just introduce ourselves yep that never happened
1: no that does not happen until after the basically the teacher goes through all of her spiel about what the school is all about okay you find out that students cannot contact anybody outside the school or leave the school grounds so they do they do mention that mm-hmm. okay
0: yeah because they were talking about how everything that you can never want is here on site okay
1: so they don't, yeah, so they don't need to leave.
0: Okay, that's fine. And outside contact is very, very limited. Yeah, they say no outside contact. Yeah. Okay, so that might be a little bit different. I'm pretty sure he said extremely limited, but I'm I'm also pretty sure she did not say no contact. Yeah.
1: Which makes what happens later in the series with the father make more sense, because why wouldn't they just contact, why wouldn't he just contact ionicoji like, Oh, why, sure. Why Here. would he go through the school to get him out because right. he's not allowed to talk to
0: him. Okay. Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense.
1: The, once you graduate, your points are useless. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they're, basically, they just go back into the system.
0: Makes sense. But yeah, they didn't say anything like that.
1: Yep. I will say Ayana Koji's personality is different. He's much more like kind of an awkward teenager in the series, in the light novel series.
0: Okay. Kind of like how when he was making his introduction to the entire class and he fumbled fucking everything around and kind of was very embarrassing.
1: Kept talking about how um, the names get so bu- bundled up together. Uh, Kushida, he keeps talking about how good she smells and like how attractive she is, like throughout the entire throughout the entire thing.
0: Okay, Kushida Kikyo, Kushida the yep.
1: bubbly girl, the bubbly girl with the split personality. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's like she's dangerous, but man, she smells good. And then like <laughs> yeah, it, it's very much just this awkward high schooler kind of kind of stuff. They go through all the clubs that the school has and that is when Ayana learned who Suzune's brother was because he introduces himself to all the classes at that point.
0: Okay, so there was one big get together.
1: There kind of was, but it was because they were talking they're essentially doing a join this club. This awesome club has this. This club has this. Just kind of introducing all the clubs. Mm. Clubs are important. I will say that. You Learn that the boys, some of the boys in the class, before the swimming episode, mm-hmm. they made bets on who had the biggest boobs. <laughs> okay. Very, very much a uh, high school, high school boys. Uh, they bet it had to be at least a thousand points to be a part of the bet. Okay. Of course, I got a coach. He's like, "Well, I don't want to be left out, so I guess I'm going to do this." I don't remember. I did not write down who who they bet it wasn't not important. I'm pretty sure they all. Did they all bet on Kurazawa? I think some of them did. Who is, or not Kurazawa? It was um, whoever the bubbly girl in the class who ends up is like dating. Is it Ichinose? The no class B girl. Uh, no, is it Kurazawa? Yeah, Kurizawa So she's the like the most popular girl in Class D. I think that was what some of them bet was her because they hadn't seen him in anything with their uniform at this point.
0: Oh, the one who dating Yosuke. I think yeah. it was Yosuke. The one who was dating, actually dating someone at the end of the season.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Koenji wears a Speedo to the uh, the swimming thing.
0: In like episode two? Yeah. After that, they learn everything? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> uh,
1: you do find out that the point of that was they had an event where the fastest boy and the fastest girl got points. They had a competition about it.
0: Oh, they got points? Yeah, they got points. Oh, that was never in the anime because nope. they were still trying super hard for points. Yep. Uh, you know, to be fair, they talked about how they didn't earn any points this week or something like that. And there's lots of time skips in the beginning of the season. so Kind of, yeah. So to get bits and pieces of points along the way... That would make sense that they could have like these little competitions to earn bonus points because they also they have to survive and they're not going to go a couple months of earning zero points.
1: They kind of can because there's a lot of free stuff. Right, right. There's free food, free toiletries, like every bare minimum there is something free of, which we do find out about. So technically they can get away without getting any points. Right. You learn that Sato got a 14 on his practice exam so that first one that didn't count for anything. Sudo, sorry, Sudo, not Sato. He's the basketball guy.
0: Oh, I always referred to him as the one of the you know the K-
1: K- Ken Ken. Yeah, yeah Ken Sudo. So he got a 14 on the practice practice exam. <laughs> Big dummy. <laughs> Koenji scored a 90, which would have been top of the class. Okay. Just kind of shows that even though he's a complete douche, he is actually smart. Uh, Only Class A is guaranteed of getting whatever college or job they want, which is why it's super important to get into class a
0: oh okay so class b c and d don't get that guaranteed nope interesting i thought as long as they stayed in the class or stayed in the school they were guaranteed anyway and it's just an additional perk to get up higher in those classes
1: no so that's a big issue that happens against the teacher is that she unveil unveils this and there are Basically, they all said the same thing. It's like, why would we go to this school? And it's like, get to class A and it won't matter. Mm -hmm. That's basically what she told them.
0: Right. Okay. Uh,
1: There was three weeks between them being told their fates of being expelled or, or excuse me, and the exam. It was three weeks between.
0: It was three weeks. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it it was an entire month.
1: Close, close to a month. Susan A. talks to the teacher about why she was placed in class D. And prior to that, Ayana Koji was Brought into the teacher's lounge. Basically, their teacher threw him in a locker and, or in a closet and made him listen to this entire conversation that Susan A. and the teacher were having about why she was not good enough for class A. Interesting. Because they talk about how, in this school, as, as you know, it's more than just academics or. You know, pseudo wouldn't be in this school, right? Teacher was saying it's based on merit alone. It's it's based on everything, right. not just. So if you you can score well, great. But if you if your character isn't good, if you can't essentially work with others, then all these other reasons, then you're not. You're not going to be in class A. That's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. And she was the one that pointed out that Ayana Koji got fifties on everything on all of his entrance exams.
0: Okay, so it wasn't wasn't her brother. brother. No. Okay,
1: and the teacher noticed that when he answered, or she noticed Ayana Koji basically not really cheating, but he was holding back when he scored an answer on the practics. Exam, perfectly, that only about 3% of students get right in all four grades, so 3% of students get. And he missed a question that three-fourths of the students get right,
0: Get correct. Okay, so he's very, he's like picking and choosing. Absolutely. So he got the hardest answer Or the hardest question, correct, but he got one of the easiest ones wrong.
1: Correct. Okay. There was no incident with Susan A's brother, and the conversation with their teacher is what brought the change to Susan A. So basically, the teacher brought Susan A down to earth about why she is in the position she's in, not her brother.
0: Okay, what part in the anime are you referring to?
1: Um, It's the same incident that he, her brother, tells Susan A. slash Ayana Koji, that you know you're interesting because you just happen to get a fifty. On all of your exams. So that's that whole scene. That's kind of he was bringing her down and doing all this other stuff.
0: Where he was like about to strike her. Yeah. And then he stops. Yep. Koji stops him. Okay. Yep.
1: Suzanne would stab Koji, Iana Koji with her compass when he would start drowsing in class.
0: Okay. So it was more frequent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like all the time. Interesting. Okay. Because now that makes way more sense. When that happened in the anime, like they just did that one time and they were so quick and... They almost It you made blink, no sense. You blinked and you missed it and yeah, yeah. it made no sense. Yep. So, okay, that makes a little bit more sense right there.
1: Yeah, she she was doing it to him all the time because this was after they basically learned that due to them falling asleep in class, missing class was the potential of them losing points. Mm-hmm. So now everybody's paying attention to class. And of course, Ayana Koji cares, but he doesn't care. So he was like halfway drowsing in class and she would stab him with her, with her compass. It's funny. Here's a big difference. Ayanokoji caught Kushida on the roof, hating. Basically, like venting about Suzune after the study session in which uh, sudo stormed off and Ayana Koji kicked the door as he was trying to escape, and that's how Kushida found out that he was
0: there. So, this all happened on the roof, not mm. alongside some river, yeah, because that was very strange that he would follow her all the way and like he's following her, yep, for quite a while, yeah, never calling out, like, hey. I mean, him. he's awkward. So. He's very awkward, and he's very curious. You know, he's very you know he's letting on, he's letting us know that he's more mysterious than he's supposed to be. But you know, in reality, why would you follow somebody for blocks ten, for <laughs> blocks? Clearly, because he went quite the distance. Yep, it's definitely a creeper. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So obviously, it was on school site. Well, I mean, I'm sure that was all still on site, but it was yeah. much more relatable. It, you know? it made
1: more sense.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of like that. <laughs> Yeah, it
1: would have made more sense. And then it all happened almost in succession. Like it happened in a very short period of time instead of like, Here's this incident, here's this incident. It's less building mm-hmm. of stuff, but it makes more sense collectively.
0: Okay, quick question on that. Yes. If it was at the roof, was the the party was still that, an, that hadn't in his happened room? yet. Oh, it hadn't
1: happened yet. Yeah, that hadn't happened yet. Okay, so we're say, talk, we're talking the study session, the very first study session. Yep. It's that night that this happens.
0: Oh, that's when oh, sorry, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. So she expresses how much she hates Suzanne A. Yep. Uh, After that study session, she doesn't express how much she hates her after they celebrate everybody passing.
1: Correct. Okay. Which also makes more sense because this is the first time that they've had to work together Mm -hmm. and she hates her. So, of course, this is going to be when she's the most frustrated about her.
0: Yep. I like this one, too. It makes way more sense. I understand where the
1: anime went. Yes. It's more suspenseful in the anime.
0: That and also I like that comment that they made where the girls' floors were up more levels compared to Koji. yes so if she was going to the roof he might have noticed or saw it right away and been like oh well she's just going to her room but then again he could have been like well she's going up higher than her room Yep. so okay so it could have gone in multiple directions but-
1: yeah i think if i remember correctly he watched her go into the elevator and then saw that she didn't stop she went all the way up and so then he went up as well and was like hmm, wondering what's going on right And then he kicked the door trying to escape, and that's how she caught him.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a big difference.
1: Yep. And then Kushida pinned Koji against the wall using her forearm against his throat, basically being more menacing. Yeah. And was like... The same, basically the same thing. Don't, in her deep voice, comparatively
0: deep, and telling, saying that you're not going to say anything, yada, yada, yada. Does she still put his hand on her boob and do the whole yep. fingerprint DNA kind of yep. thing? Okay. I didn't like that. I got, I got a big problem with that right there, but.
1: He does make a comment about that, but it makes more sense when she has him pinned. Yeah, I like that. Versus just let me grab your hand and now you're going to touch my boob. He makes a comment. He's like, this is the first time I've done this and it wasn't that great.
0: <laughs> yeah, cause he also made that comment in the anime like, oh, this is my first girl's phone number ever I got and this is how I got it. And this is not the way I envisioned it.
1: Right. Yeah. Basically the same thing, but just with her boobs instead of.
0: <laughs> he's getting a lot of firsts, but in the unorthodox ways.
1: Right. Ayanakuji Kuji also confronts Kishida about their previous relationship they are previous as in Kushida's and Suzune's relationship because he says you didn't know who I was but you knew who she was before she introduced herself.
0: Oh, Did so Kushida knew Suzune? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't me- I don't really remember that from the anime, but
1: So in the anime, Suzune never introduces herself. Okay. But,
0: Yeah, it's probably interrupted by that Ken guy.
1: Yep. But Kushida knows who she is before she introduces herself. Okay. Without going into anything. Yes, they do know each other.
0: Uh, Actually, now that you say that, I think I do kind of remember that now. Yep. It's so ringing a bell. I don't know if that's just false memory being <laughs> implanted, but we'll go with that. Go on.
1: And then Kushida agreed whoever scored the best between the worst graded students. So, you know, basically it's. Ayana Kuji and his friends, she would go on a date with them.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: It was motivation to get them to study better.
0: Okay. I like it.
1: And Ayana learned about getting the test through a one C class member. Basically he made some comments and Ayana Kuji was like, Oh, Hmm, I wonder. And that's that's how he came up with the idea.
0: Okay, so it wasn't just some trial and error kind of thing. Like, he got hinted at that he can go yep. talk to an upperclassman Pretty and much. figure this out. Okay. Yep.
1: And then he actually paid 15,000 points for the tests. Yep. Okay, I thought it was 10 in the anime, but... I know it,
0: it was. Yeah, you're right. He, he very sternly stayed on 10 and the third year wanted 30. Mm. Talked him down all the way. And he's like, OK, the absolute lowest I can go is 15. He's like, OK, I can do that. But you have to throw in some quiz questions, too.
1: OK, Yep, yeah, yeah, you're right. And he actually didn't have the tests, but he knew somebody who did. Oh, OK. Then the class was told if no one fails, they will get a vacation on the island. So they got told about the island way prior to them actually going there
0: interesting okay a little foreshadowing there i like that
1: yep and then the pseudo did not actually get a chance to study the english test so that's why he failed
0: oh was he like too busy playing basketball or
1: um or just basically like- he was cramming all the tests and fell asleep before he could study it okay so this was talked about prior to the tests So that's why Susan A knew to do bad on that test.
0: Wait, so Susan A even knew about the whole grade curve deal?
1: Yeah, because they go about it in the first exam where they're like, okay, this line, everybody below it is failing. This is why. So then Susan A knows that, you know, she can kind of do the math in her head that, okay, if I do bad enough, our average score will go down. And then it will help, in this case, pseudo- With his number because it'll be lower, so then it's it can almost be on that line, right? And so she scores a 52 on her English test. Interesting to basically again to help make sure that that number stayed low enough to prevent him from failing. Unfortunately he does. But then she tried doing some math where she was like, Well, on the first one it was like thirty two point or thirty one point two or whatever whatever the um, passing grade was, it was point two. So you you rounded down or you didn't round at all. And then on this one it was thirty-nine point seven so why was it 40 you shouldn't have rounded it at all and they're like no no we we round up or down depending on the number okay She was like oh okay so she was trying to fight for pseudo they do mention how the tests are always the same mm, that's okay. basically
0: what they were saying okay they didn't i don't think they were they were expecting all the questions to be the same Yep. and if they weren't it was the same topics
1: yep that's kind of what they thought but then yeah they were all the same okay interesting tests Tests and answers, obviously. But then something that happens in the light novel is basically Susan A. was like, the only thing you're going to do during class is you are going to study the exams. I will take notes of everything that happened in the class and you guys are going to study. That's all you're going to do. You're going to show up every day for eight hours. and study or six hours, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so that's what they did for a week because the test changed and they got told about it the week prior. So you know how it starts counting down those days? Yeah. that's bec- The significance of that is that the test was changed, and they found out about the change seven days prior, or five days prior, whatever it was.
0: This was a different test than the one that he bought, right?
1: No. So it got changed to the basically the one they bought.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: But that was the significance of the countdown is that they were told at that point that the, the exam had changed.
0: Well, that's interesting. guys. Yeah, that definitely I don't remember any kind of changing talk being in the anime.
1: Yeah, they don't they don't talk about it. And the teacher knew about everything Ayana Koji did to help the students pass.
0: She knew about the knew everything. Stealing or the, the buying of the answers.
1: Yep. yep. They basically they I mean they tell her or She told them everything is for sale.
0: Yeah. You can buy anything with your points.
1: Yep. So it's not encouraged, but if they are resourceful enough to buy it, then they wouldn't make the test the same if they were trying to discourage
0: it. Right. Because it's not like real life is trying to make you fail. Yep. Like it's if you have a method in work and your job is profitable because of that method, you don't change that method. So and that's makes sense. I get it.
1: Basically how it goes. Yep. Ina Koji and Suzanne pay a hundred thousand points. Yep. They do pay the hundred thousand points. I think in the anime you can infer it but they don't confirm they don't
0: they, they say that she that she's like give me a hundred thousand points and i'll give you that one yeah. test point which was very strange to me and this could could have been for a future topic to talk about but they both everyone got the hundred thousand the beginning of the month and yeah. Ina Koji and susan a. were very smart with their money yeah and they didn't spend it so how much did that set them back because like we never got like how much money they actually spent and how much money they were left over with after they bought his point point. So that was stuff that I was curious about because yep. it's clearly a lot of money. It's essentially one month's worth of points if you were perfect, and they're no longer perfect. They're not getting that big-ass money anymore. So yeah, I was just very curious on how much money they have left over, and this was several months into the school year already because that was the midterm exam. So uh, yeah, just um, curious questions.
1: They were, was it three months in?
0: Maybe, depending on how long their school year is. I mean, um, I six think they- eight months. I think That's they cool.
1: started in yeah don't don't call me cuz I don't know I I'm, I'm not going to try and guess cuz I don't remember they don't yeah I don't know uh, I'm not going <laughs> to
0: <laughs> yeah not worth it
1: so, it, I think they were 3 months in and I think Ayana Koji only had they split it between the two of them to get to the 100,000.
0: Yep, that yeah, that was expected.
1: And then the end of volume 1 is after the celebration party in Ayana Koji's room. Okay. So basically that party happens done with volume 1.
0: Cute ending for the end of a book, so. Yep. Understandable.
1: You find out this is something that you notice in the anime, but I guar—I can almost guarantee you, you didn't actually notice it. It costs 20 million twenty million points to jump into Class A.
0: Interesting. I'm glad you said this because, yes, the anime never talked about it. No, nope. But they sprinkled the idea in. I had My second watch through is when I caught it. Yep. Is that girl from Class B wanted to buy her way into Class A.
1: They do show... You can get it for 20 million.
0: They, they do show it. Cause they I know her, do show it, but it's literally was saying that she had that many points.
1: She had 2 million or she oh, had
0: 1.6 million. Oh, shit. I'm, I think it was 2 million. Or did you say 20 million to get in?
1: 20 million to jump Jesus. to class A. And the most anybody has ever gotten was 15 million. And he was using a scheme to steal points from first year students. Okay. So, did they go
0: into it, or did they just left it vague?
1: No, he. uh, No, they just left it vague. Basically, he was stealing. He was tricking first year students into giving him points, and that still wasn't even enough. It still wasn't fifteen million. Interesting. Uh, The anime does show that you can, but it's one of those things where it's like, I think it's one of the cut scenes between part one and part two of the episode. And it's literally like a glimpse and it's gone. I only know that because I listened to this part and then I'm like, wait, 20 million points. So they, they show it, but they don't talk about it at all. Right. Okay. So yep. 20 million points to jump to class a, the reason why clubs are very important is you get personal points and class points for clubs okay so if in pseudo's case he's on the basketball team they go to a tournament they get a bunch of points for the tournament class points
0: interesting okay so that's very supportive to that's everybody just keep him on that basketball team yep Okay.
1: Part of the reasoning to have him try, for them to try so hard to keep him
0: around. Yeah, I was, is, I was literally just about to say that. This is a big reason why not to let anybody get expelled because, yep. or uh ho sarate, because <laughs> the more people you have in your class, the more opportunity you have to get points. Correct. Okay.
1: And teachers actually get bonuses for graduating classes. Mm, makes sense. I,
0: makes sense, but... That first month of our homeroom teacher, she's like, "You guys fucking suck. You're all a bunch of losers." Like, yep, no encouragement of any sort. Like, she's gonna get a bonus, and she doesn't even. She's not gonna get a bonus, and she obviously doesn't care if they pass or fail because she's she's leading the D class. So,
1: but she does care. She does too. because she wants them to. She wants them to be a part of Class A. She or a hard, she wants them to be Class A. Right. I mean,
0: me. she's a hard ass, and she needs to be that hard ass. Yep. Because you know you got to fucking work your way for it. You you got to work for it. That's clear. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> Ayana Koji was asked by Sakura to go to her room. Where they had the conversation to help her gain the confidence to speak out during the hearing. So that's where that incident happens, not in front of the electronics store. So that episode where they're going to get the camera fixed and then they have the conversation because uh, Kusha walks away. So that never actually happens.
0: I I just feel like her, them talking wasn't that soon in front of the camera store. Like he he caught on to stuff.
1: It was after the, the, they were kind of just enjoying the day. Kushida walked away for a little bit and then they were having the conversation and Ayana Koji was like, don't do this for Sudo, do it for you.
0: Okay, sounds a little familiar, I guess. Kind of went over my head, obviously.
1: Kushida pointed out that Sakura is... An idol named uh, Shizaku, I think is what they said her name was, was oh. the idol. Stage name is Shizaku, yes.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: And they, she actually did that in front of everybody in, in the class, not just Ayana Koji. So everybody in the class knows that she is an idol.
0: Really? Yes. So someone who is so scared of confrontation and exposing herself, she tells the class... No, not...
1: It wasn't uh, Sakura that exposed her. It was um, Kushida that exposed oh. her to the class.
0: Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that happened in the bedroom where she shows like, hey, do you recognize? Yeah. Actually, or was that Susan i I'm pretty sure it was Kushida. Yeah. Anyway, it was
1: Kushida. But yeah. That was
0: in the privacy of just, you know, just between two people. Damn, yeah. in front of the whole class.
1: Yeah. She, uh, I don't know if it was the whole class or if it was a bunch of people from or, the class, but even still, no, more, she she more showed than one. <laughs> she showed like all the guys from the class.
0: Oh man, how embarrassing!
1: Yeah, and Ayana Koji actually noticed the stalker remarks on Twitter. Oh, okay. So he was just posting all these things, which makes more sense. All those posts were on Twitter, and Ayana Koji actually noticed it.
0: Okay. Makes, it definitely makes more sense why he was smart enough to, like, take pictures of the attempted that's, rape scene.
1: That's something else I'll talk about. Okay. Ayana Koji is more dramatic when he tickled Suzanne. Okay. Basically, when? he got up, he, like, raised his arms, and then dramatically put it on each of her sides. Oh, really? Yeah, like, he stood up, stood behind her, raised his arms up, and then just put on Susan A's side and started tickling her until she like got up and then started talking.
0: Okay. So it wasn't just a little bit for our listeners. This was the scene where Susan A is just, she's scared shitless because her brother's in the same room as this whole deal is going down and yep. she's silent. And then Iona is like, well, you got to get her. I forget the word he used, but you know, you got to, if he tickles her, it'll wake her the fuck up. Pretty much, and he stands up, tickles her, makes a basically a big scene if he's going to be sitting up like that. I mean, obviously it was a big scene was made because he's tickling her, but yeah, yeah, okay, that's interesting.
1: He makes it much more obvious of what's about what's going on. Sakura actually brought pictures, not flash drives.
0: Okay, that, that's I mean that's different, but I don't know what I would prefer because I do want to take a couple jabs at the flash drive and the slideshow per se. Yeah when only that one exact photo was needed but okay so but you're saying photos so she still brought all those photos
1: she brought the photos that you see because it shows where she where she's there and then she brings like i don't know i think it's four photos basically the four photos that you see where it's
0: Okay, but it was the random ones that have nothing to do with the fucking fight?
1: Yes and no, because it shows the reason why she's there, and then the date and the timestamp.
0: I suppose. I guess that can make a more compelling case on... Yeah, why she was there to begin with. Yeah. Sure.
1: Instead of just, here's the one photo I took of the fight, and I just happened to be here. Yeah. Sakura confronts the creepy guy from the electronics store because of her newfound confidence that she gained, basically thanks to Ayana Koji. Okay. So that's something that's different. And Ayana Koji, so the, the whole almost rape scene happens, and it is... I want to, if I remember correctly, so him and Ichinose are walking. They basically start acting like a couple, taking a bunch of pictures. And of course, they're taking pictures of what's going on. And then they confront... The creepy dude and they're like we just got a bunch of pictures of you what you're doing you old man trying to do this to a, a girl and all this other so basically they're just confronting him and he's trying to deny it deny it deny it and Koji gets up in his face and threatens him saying he's gonna beat the shit out of him and make him wish he never lived and that's when the guy just leaves like he just basically pisses himself and runs away
0: after the rape scene
1: well after the almost rape scene but yes so the okay. cops aren't aren't involved. I was about
0: to say, in the anime, cops were involved. Yeah,
1: there was no cops involved. But, you know,
0: they have the pictures. They have all the letters. The supposed security camera in the distance.
1: Uh, I don't think they bring that up. No. But they have pictures of the incident happening on their, their phone. So they don't need any uh, stupid surveillance cameras.
0: Right. Okay. Interesting enough. Uh, obviously a big difference. Yep, yeah. Not big difference, but it's a difference. Yeah,
1: it's a difference. Sakura talked about stop wearing her... That she was maybe going to stop wearing her glasses and change her hair.
0: I remember her kind of talking about not wearing her glasses. Yeah. But the hair... Come, I don't remember much about the hair. But yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yep. And... Then the last thing that happens is the teacher told Susanne that she had fallen into Iyana Koji's trap. So that conversation happens sort of.
0: The teacher admits that she falls into Iyana Koji's trap.
1: Not the teacher, but Susanne had fallen into Iyana Koji's trap.
0: Which trap specifically?
1: Basically, just everything, okay. like getting close just, to Ayano Koji. Okay, I think that conversation happens, but maybe I'm just meshing the two together. Does I
0: don't know. Does this have anything to do with that Icarus play that was going on?
1: No, that happens. Yeah, that happens on the boat. Huh? The Icarus play. That's.
0: That, that's before the boat.
1: Yeah, that is before the boat. But that's with Ayana Koji, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and, I, uh, and the teacher.
1: Yeah. So this this conversation is just between Susan A and the teacher. Oh. It's about Ayana Koji.
0: Oh, the only thing I'm remembering about the teacher and Susan A is learn from him because yeah. he's a lot smarter than he leads on, kind of thing. Like, yeah. That's basically what I took from it. But like I, the the basic thing was learn from him if you're yeah. gonna do anything.
1: That was. One conversation they had, but they had another conversation where she told Susan A that he was or she was falling into his trap.
0: Okay, I don't remember anything about a trap. That's that's interesting.
1: But that's the end of volume two. Then the start of volume three. While on the island, they go over everything you can buy with the points—the 300 points that they have. There's a shit ton of stuff you can buy with the points.
0: Do they go into detail about? Yeah, they okay.
1: go go into really in depth detail. Um, showers, fishing rods, fishing rods with baits, uh, meals. You can buy water.
0: They made mentions of those, yeah.
1: The uh, heaters. Apparently, there's like a trench system that happens when you put a toilet in. There's. It's a lot more to it than just here's a portage
0: john. Interesting. You know what? I guess now that we talk about it, when they were talking about how you can buy that. An actual bath like an actual toilet kind of thing yeah i was instantly thinking like potential isekai video game ass <laughs> like you buy it and it just boop it's right <laughs> there and then it's just instantly functional and blah 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 kind of but no there's but of course you know we're still in the real world of course i don't know how they would have had some people in the background install it blah blah blah
1: i think they said they weigh a 100 kilograms so these, these suckers are heavy yeah
0: 100 kilos that's It's like 220 pounds.
1: Yeah. Damn. They got some weight. And it's not just blue water. You find... uh, I'm trying to think. The boys try a lot harder to convince the girls to use the toilets. The teacher goes into how the toilets work. I'm not going to go into it. Uh, Just... It's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. They take roll twice a day. The toilet costs 20 points. Koenji didn't monkey through the forest. That's the only thing I can that's like the only way I could phrase it.
0: But best perfect way to say it, but that's interesting that you say that just in general. Like, damn yeah. I like that the anime made <laughs> Koenji just fucking Tarzan him way his way through the forest. Oh, man But he
1: did basically sprint through the forest, but sure. he didn't monkey through the forest.
0: Okay. I mean, if you want to bring this down to like realistic kind of stuff, yeah. Of course it's a little bit more impossible to do that. <laughs> Okay, interesting.
1: You mean having a 20-pack is also something that's realistic?
0: I don't know what you mean. I have a 14-pack. I don't. That's insane.
1: I have a 14-pack in the fridge. (laughs) Koji noticed the dirt had been disturbed when they first met Ibuki.
0: Okay. I do remember a scene in the anime where... She's basically sitting there
1: next to the tree. Mm -hmm. So he notices that the dirt, like, it didn't look... It looked as if somebody had been messing with it, like digging. Right. He also noticed dirt under her fingernails when they first met her.
0: The fingernail thing was definitely not part of the anime. But they did make a moment in the anime where he, he went to go investigate something.
1: Yep. But and it they never
0: showed us what he did, but he explained it later on. Yep. So, you know, f- combining or connecting the two things definitely made sense. Yep. But, but in the light novel, they made it clear that... Like crystal clear, they made it that early on that he knew that, that he, noticed, was
1: up. he noticed something. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: The they bought two tents for the boys, so now the girls have two tents. The boys have two tents because they only gave them two tents to begin with. Two tents total. Okay, yes. Interesting. So they had to buy two more.
0: Okay, that's something that they never went into detail with in the anime. No, and not important. It's not important, but at the same time, in the anime, you kind of just assume that plenty of living space was provided i mean if everyone if fake ass toiletries or uh the portable toilets were (laughs) provided and stuff like that
1: but they were cardboard like water soluble toilets
0: something yeah something on those lines i remember them saying that they had multiple uses which sounds kind of gross but um
1: they go into it basically there's these bags that go into them and they're one-time use and they they absorb everything and then you close it up and you put the next one on top of it and you get a couple out of it.
0: Oh, okay. I, I can see how that can work. Yeah.
1: I wasn't going to talk about that, but there we go. We talked about, uh, <laughs> we we're we found a way to talk about poop. <laughs> <laughs> they, Talked about buying meals and water for each day. Plus, they go into what else they could buy with the points. So they bought like fish, uh, fishing lures. They bought utensils. They bought the kind of necessities. They also the girls also bought a bunch of stuff that were not necessities. Okay, funny that nobody knew about except for the girls and the class leader guy. Drawing a blank on his name. Yosuke. Yeah, Yosuke. Y-
0: Yosuke was. He was doing some leader activity stuff, but, like, he wasn't, like, he wasn't the registered leader.
1: So, he he was essentially, like, the most popular boy. Yep. So, they kind of saw him as the leader, kind of.
0: So, who was in charge of the purchasing deals? Was it Susan A or was it Basically,
1: anybody? anybody. Okay. So, they collaborated to make sure that nobody was buying things you weren't supposed to buy. But if you just went to the teacher and, like, hey, we're buying this... They bought that. Like, that's how it worked. Sure. There was no There was no second guessing of anything. You were just buying the stuff if you wanted it. Which is how it made more sense for Class C, where they were just buying everything. Yep. And I don't remember if they go into it or not, but <laughs> Class C actually spent a lot of their points for Class A to give them everything that they had.
0: Oh, I don't remember that at all.
1: So, Class A didn't buy anything. Interesting. Okay. Uh Class A lost... 30 points. So they ended with uh, 270 points.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: Ayana Koji knew what happened because of the point totals. You know? Actually, they don't go into that. So yeah, no. Um, Class C spent basically those toilets, all the tents, everything was bought by Class C. Okay. Ayana Koji knew about the camera the first morning after Ibuki joined because he went through her stuff. Like that first morning.
0: Oh, the camera, when he was explaining later on how he flooded it to break, to destroy it.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. Basically all their stuff was sitting outside the tents of everybody, you know, essentially in a a huddle and hers looked different than everybody else's. Okay. Because it was just, she was a part of a different class. So yeah, he, Ayana Koji went through her stuff that first morning that she was there and they found cultivated corn. Okay. Uh, just purpose. Basically, it shows that the teachers had been there, or people had been there previously, and everything was intentional. Okay, yeah. Um, Because they
0: did make a comment. It's almost like the stuff was implanted here before. Yep, yep. But they're talking about all the massive amounts of fruits and stuff. Nothing about corn. That's interesting, though.
1: Yeah, they found corn. (laughs)
0: So fucking strange. I don't know if it's because we're Westerners and corn's just normal. So fucking normal.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was just more food. And then there was a big incident because it was Suzaku and Ayana Koji that were like searching around for stuff. And Ayana took his shirt off so that they could hold all the corn. And of course when they come back, it's it's his two dumbass friends that kanji and i think it's sudo and who's the third one that they always hang around with because at this point a bunch of them it were not really falling for suzaku but they were like well she's got big boobs i want to go out with her so they were trying to like hit on her and stuff. And then, of course, Iana Koji is walking around without a shirt on. So they got all like, hey, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be trying to make any moves on her. It's like, well, I'm not. How else was I going to hold all this corn? Just a couple more things. Iana Koji found other areas to secure like other plots sections to secure other pseudo bases so there were more than just a couple bases that they found
0: okay so he, there was other unclaimed bases that looked like they were occupied
1: well they weren't they didn't look occupied but there were other unclaimed bases oh like yeah. throughout the island
0: oh i i assumed that there was more than four
1: yep well while he was looking at these unclaimed bases, he was confronted uh, by some Class 1A members and was offered 100,000 points to sell out his leader. So the... Ooh, interesting. It's the same agreement that... Uh, what's Douche Faces? Uh, Ryu in?
0: The ball guy and Ryu in, man.
1: Yep. So it's that same deal but for Ayana Koji. So they were offering it to pretty much anybody who they ran into.
0: Okay. Damn. I I, I like that that bit of information is part of it. Like, I wish that was part of the anime. I know it's nothing, essentially. Like, it's, it's meaningless fluff, but it's still interesting. Well,
1: it's not fluff because that is how Ayana Koji figured out what was going on in Class A.
0: Oh, because he was already familiar with this deal situation. He can put it on someone else. Like
1: Not that he could put it on someone else, but he figured out that there was a faction between the different groups in class 1A. Right. You learn about the teacher's uh, backstory. She actually graduated from the school.
0: Really? Yes. Interesting.
1: And that she was a part of class D as well. What? Yeah.
0: Now that's some interesting information. That's some that's something that I would expect to come out of like a season 2 kind of stuff. So I wonder if that was actually season two information but that is very interesting to know regardless okay interesting how many more times can i say interesting
1: (laughs) she her class was attempting to take over class a and she was the reason why it failed
0: oh the teacher was the reason why they failed yeah oh that's that's funny and despite all that now she's a teacher for the class itself For the school itself. Mm. Yep. Okay. Then at the
1: end of volume three, Ayana Koji actually spends a good amount of time explaining everything. Like he goes into more in depth about how he figured everything out versus just this is how it happened. Oh, okay. And then the other really important thing is you know when he goes through his like pseudo monologue and how he's telling Suzanne a that he's using her and he's going to use everybody else well he actually tells her this while he's carrying her to essentially hand her over to get to be saved essentially to the boat yeah yeah so she is awake when this happens and he is saying it out loud but she's so out of it that she doesn't like she doesn't remember any of it
0: I suppose that makes sense too, because if you're sick and exhausted, you can be in and out of consciousness, and I I can see that working out.
1: Yep. And that's everything I got. So three volumes. I will say there are 14 volumes in total.
0: Is it concluded?
1: Yes. Yes. What I found is year one series is 14 volume, and then year two series started in September of 22, and it has eight volumes.
0: Oh, god damn. That's a lot of information. Okay. So, okay, so I know we're late in the game at this point.
1: Yes, we are very late in the game.
0: And we are currently airing season three of the anime, and you're covering this in your short flights, which we'll talk about again in the future, but... Is it going to be too much of a spoiler to say is season three still in like year one? No, it's still in year one. There, wow, that's so crazy. So this show can go on for fucking ever at this point. Kind of, yeah. Wow, interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, they haven't had their second exam yet.
0: Though. Okay, well, we could talk about that much later. Yep. I'm just very interested. I, I guess I was just imagining that. Look at My Hero Academia. Show, yeah, it's, we're eight seasons. Plus going on They're still in the first year Yeah they are Oh in my the, god Is this still the first year they're This still is the, the first year wow. They're still the first year Okay wow I didn't even imagine I didn't even think about that <laughs> You know If my hero is this fucking deep in This many years into it Are they just gonna straight up skip The last couple of years And just go straight into How I became an official hero I don't know um, Are they just turning the next one piece No it
1: won't turn into one piece I think the creator We're gonna Going up go off on a tangent at this point the creator i'm pretty sure has said they're working towards an end i know it's in the last it's not the last arc but it's it's greater than an arc if that makes sense so there's something that's longer than an arc but like there's a step beyond an arc a season (laughs) not not a season (laughs) so it's a part of a story so you have like um like almost you know how you've got mini arcs like in Yu, Yu Hakusho, you have the uh, Saint Beast arc. Yeah. So you'll have that section, and then you'll have like an over. It's essentially what would be considered like two or three arcs worth of story, but it's all one story instead of an up and a down and up and a down. So it's just a very long arc, is essentially what I'm thinking of. And that's what this section is right now.
0: Okay. So. And that, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, you would almost imagine that most anime may be like, that's a story in itself.
1: Kind of. But, yeah.
0: it, but in all reality. In the grand scope of things, that is just one big arc. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair enough.
1: It's a way of writing without having to have a bunch of little arcs together. Sure. Essentially. So yeah, it's very... That's what my hero academia is going on is the final one of those. I want to say is Chainsaw Man the same way. I don't know. I'm not going to go down that road because I don't I don't know. So I'm not going to speculate anything.
0: I don't know. Chainsaw Man is still relatively new. So
1: but it's not and that's the crazy part. So like Chainsaw Man, Hell's Paradise, those two actually came out together like at the same time. Okay, and then I think my hero might have came out around the same time. Like, there's a bunch of really good jujutsu. Might have I think it might have been jujutsu Hell's Paradise and Chainsaw Man.
0: Kaiju solo leveling. I mean, was it a really solo leveling?
1: Is kind of older. Like to be completely honest. Okay. Um, because I want to say it started out as a. It started out as a webtoon. Yeah, I think it started as a webtoon.
0: That sounds familiar. Okay, yep, yep.
1: So a little bit different, but I want to say those three came out almost like the same group of seasons. And Hell's Paradise has concluded. Jujutsu's in its final stage, I think. And I don't know about Chainsaw because I I am not reading that one. But Jujutsu's definitely working towards something.
0: Okay, interesting. So
1: and so is my hero. But yeah, yeah, because I am reading that
0: one. Yeah, you're. You know, we don't really don't talk about this at the end of our episodes. What we're watching on the side for how much anime we're watching. You're still yep. staying up to date on a bunch of manga too.
1: Not as much, just because of school and then this. I've it's been kind of hard to read a bunch of stuff. I did start Freyren. I'm a couple chapters into that one. Let's let's save that for later because yeah,
0: yeah, we can save that for later. Let's get back into Classroom of the Elite.
1: Yeah, I really liked this series what'd you think of it lance because i know it was on your queue i know i talked about it a handful of times and we're on season three at this point point. you haven't watched you hadn't watched it
0: and that's because of everything you just said right there that's the reason why it's on my queue it's been around there's multiple seasons and you were super interested in season three so i'm like i have i know absolutely nothing about this show I added it to my liked list, you know my my uh my watch list, on something to watch relatively soon. And then yep. you're like, well, let's just cover season one, I'm like perfect. I wanted to watch this anyway, so let's get this done. Yeah, I think um, that was
1: that was why I suggested it because you had been watching a bunch of other stuff, and I'm like, I don't know if he's gonna watch this. Like, it might be a while. <laughs> I was a little unsure if when you were ever gonna get to this. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean that's fair. I mean this, I mean this is obviously I'm a Shonen guy at heart. Yep. And this is a little bit off to the side, like this is whatever. But this was on my eventual list. So
1: <laughs> Yes. Yes. Inspired. Slice of Life is not I don't want to say it's not your forte, but you definitely aren't like, yeah, let me watch this slice of life.
0: Yeah, it's it's also because when it comes to anime, I do the bulk or at least used to. I used to do the bulk of my anime when i'm working out so like i want that action and intensity yep. to keep pushing me to do more in my workout I'm like yeah i'm fucking feeling this yeah it's pumping me up so like when you watch slice of life like yeah yeah
1: yes i completely understand
0: when i want to get that fucking 10th rep and like <laughs> push me <laughs> but no <laughs> okay so it's a different it's totally different vibe so yeah it's it's different, but I'm glad we went down this route because yes, obviously it was something I wanted to watch and yeah, perfect excuse.
1: I will say the suspensefulness kind of distracted me sometimes when I would try to, walk, when I would try to work out and be like, oh, yeah. oh shit, what's going on? I can't miss this because there were so many little details that happen mm-hmm. that it could be very easy to miss.
0: Yep. Yep. And uh it definitely helps with rewatching this a couple times and I'm glad that I have the option to at least re-listen yep. multiple times. So I can at least say more familiar than than the casual watcher, at least.
1: Yes, I what I'm glad you brought that up, because now that I'm on season three, there are characters that you see in season one. And I'm like, oh, shit. okay, yeah, no, that's uh, that's great. I'm enjoying this because I recognize these characters and they're not introduced in season one. They're there. But they,
0: but they have, like, no major scenes at all.
1: They don't do anything. Like, they don't do anything as far as progress for the story. Right. They're just a part of the story.
0: Yeah, that's the crazy part because something we talked about earlier in this episode is there's 25 kids per class per grade. Yep. So there's 100 kids per year, essentially. And that's a shit ton of fucking characters to just randomly introduce in an anime. Yeah. You know, for to animate potentially 300 different students, of <laughs> course you're not going to do that. But still, just that, that idea. And just your class alone, 25. Jeez. Yeah, yeah to we give really... Them, and to give them all a, an arc of importance so that you can actually remember who's who, that's... That's crazy. Really good writing. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be. If I were to write a book, that's way too much work. Yeah, that's twenty-five a lot. characters alone is too much, and then we're yeah, and we're doing multiple classes there's, in years.
1: I mean, there's still characters that we really don't know about. To be completely honest, even in class D, we know almost nothing about.
0: Right, because I mean, I didn't count it out, but everybody can probably assume maybe five characters that they can name off the top of their head who have some importance. And then if you watch it a couple times, maybe seven or eight. But still, yeah, this—you only know a fraction of this class.
1: And that's that's being very nice about it. I I'm also super terrible with names, so that's kind of cheap. That
0: is also the very hard part about this. Is like like these names are very very Japanese, and it's hard to keep in line with who's fucking who.
1: And it, not literally, oh, but yeah, yes. not
0: literally. But who the fuck is who? There, how about that? <laughs>
1: And then to make it even worse is sometimes they'll say their last name. Sometimes most of the time they say their first name,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I'm listening to the light novels, So they only use their last names. So I'm like, oh my God, who is who? Yep. Tries? And of course I am trying to pay attention to work. So if Yamauchi, uh, he is the three idiots of the class. He's one of the. Basically, he's one of the perverts of the class. You could put it that way. Okay. And, like, if you look him up, he's grayed out. Like, he's just a white character. He's a white character on uh, Fandom.
0: Oh, so in the anime, he's not even relevant. Yeah, he
1: has done nothing in the anime. (laughs) Interesting. So it's very easy to... But so is uh, Kanji, who's the... He's the one that's crying in the bathroom, Ek. Ek. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's he's got more. He, he does have relevance in the anime.
1: He does have relevance in the anime. He is also one of the other perverts in the class.
0: Oh, he's a major pervert.
1: He's super pervert. Yep. So. Okay. And
0: speaking of pervert, let me just you just want to jump into a topic that I have purely revolved around the pervert topic. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're gonna to go to the throwaway episode, in like episode seven, eight, nine, somewhere around there, when they're all going to the pool after uh it's during their like summer vacation I think very that's start of their break.
1: Six is that episode six because it's before they go on to the cruise, yep. which is episode eight.
0: Oh, it's episode eight. Yeah. Okay. Then it's probably seven. It's literally like the episode before. It's
1: yeah. Fan service episode. It is the fan service episode.
0: If I'm sure everyone remembers, it's the one where the boys are trying to put cameras in the girls' locker room.
1: Yep. The pervert episode. Hundred could- percent
0: pervert. Almost zero importance in the actual series itself but it's just there's a little bit of character development that goes on it's all you can take away from it if i remember, almost nothing
1: if i remember correctly that is not in the light novel like that entire episode is not in the light novel that'd be nice i'm pretty I'm, sure it's not give
0: a perk to the light novel about being mature or something but
1: granted they're always t- they're talking about who has the biggest boob size of uh, the three perverts are like i like this girl because she has the biggest boobs so i want to basically it's All boobs is what they talk about. So
0: (laughs) understandable. But to go on where the pervert route I was going to go on was (laughs) when I was re listening to this entire episode. Yep. You know, I'm at work, I'm just listening to it, not watching it. Yep. And then I'm hearing their voices. And then all of a sudden I hear Senku talking. I'm like, Senku from Dr. Stone. Yep. I'm like, fucking Senku, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden I hear Chrome start talking. They're having a conversation with each other. And I'm I'm having a real good time with this because Aaron Dismuke, uh, voice actor for Senku, yep, and which we were
1: able to get his autograph at Colossal Con. That was a fun yep. time,
0: dude. That dude is beyond nice. That is the nicest dude I've ever <laughs> came in contact with. That that could be a conversation for later, for when we talk about Doctor Stone season three. Okay, but dude's amazing. And then Matt Shipman, who plays the voice actor for Chrome, I only bring this up because when they're Doing like Argos one to Argos two, and whatever, blah blah blah. When they're on uh, the radios, yep. yep. And th- they're having that conversation over the radio about getting these cameras set up. And like, oh, I cannot get Senku and Chrome out of my mind <laughs> when these two are talking because this is one for one, so goddamn perfect. And it's all because of hentai, perfect shit. So it's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, this, this show is absolutely the king of anime angles. You know, the the weird like. We're going to be far away, and we're just going to have an up shot at basically the girl's backside and the guy's standing on the other side. There's no reason why we have an up angle, but this is the angle we have. You don't see anything, but it's... Oh,
0: my God. You said up angles. Yes, up angle. I thought you said ankles. (laughs) No, angle. I was wondering why the hell you were talking about anime ankles. Yes, yes. Show them (laughs) ankles. Maybe ankle shots, (laughs) like ankle camera angles. Okay. Yes. That, now that makes so much more sense. Yes. Camera angles. camera angles. angles. Yes. They got yes. the angles. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, but the angles were fucking everywhere in this one.
1: All over the place. Just what weird angle can we show off butter boobs in? and that's what we're going to do. That and some slow motion boob jiggleage. Yep, there's plenty of those. But plenty of apps. You get lots of uh shirtless dudes in this show too.
0: Yep, that too. There's there's plenty of scenes.
1: Cuz uh, Koenji almost never wears a shirt. So Right. Granted um, if I had a 20 pack I would never wear a shirt either.
0: 100%. Back when I was when I was in the best shape of my life, I never wore a shirt. <laughs> um sticking on Koenji. This is one of our Basic conversations, favorite characters. Okay. I was trying to think about this. Okay. I, I don't have a favorite character in season one because there's just so many fucking characters. There are a lot. But I'm going to throw Koenji, and for everybody who doesn't remember, Koenji is the long-haired blonde who's just too beautiful for everything, and the monkey man that was jumping through the forest. <laughs> I'm going to choose him as one of my favorites right now because dude's in perfect shape. He gives no, He gives zero fucks about anything and he's just there to live life to the best. He's smart and he's physically active. Yes. Like he's perfect in a lot of ways and he kind of knows it. And I don't like him for the, for bitching out on the Island scene, like fake, much. faking his sickness so that he can just go fucking chill on the boat for a couple of days. He could tan for five days. Yeah. Like I don't respect him for that. I understand. Like I understand why he would, but yep. that's not the personality that I would ever choose. I just kind of like who he is after that. Okay. I don't know. Take the negatives out of it. I like his positives. Okay. Also, not not walking around the boat being an asshole, soaping wet.
1: Wearing a Speedo all the time?
0: Also, not wearing a Speedo. You know, I can't. I'm not. I don't have that kind of confidence.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's ultimate confidence. That's right there. Do you remember why essentially he was the way he is, especially with class? Why he doesn't give a shit about class?
0: Mm, I don't know. Where are you going with this?
1: Just the. Like, do you remember. What he was walking into in life. I don't, I don't think so. So his family is like this super conglomerate. So he's walking into their family, like a family business. So he doesn't have to worry about anything.
0: Oh, so he doesn't care to begin with.
1: Yeah. He gives zero fucks about anything because he knows he's got life handed to him.
0: Right. So if he passes, if he gets class A, he awesome. Don't... If he gets expelled, awesome. Uh, I
1: think I think expelled is the line, but class D, doesn't matter. Class A. Doesn't matter. Literally all he has to do, graduate. Okay. And he's fair. got his life handed to him.
0: You know, I don't think they made a mention of that in the anime.
1: I think they do, but it's in the very beginning, like when they're um, introducing themselves. So it's going to be very quick.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, you're fucking tsunami of information. Nothing. (laughs) So much of that's not going to stick.
1: Yes. You're you're trying very hard to be like, okay, who's this person? All right. Who's this person? They also do go into the characters that dyed their hair versus had natural hair in the in the light novel. Okay, that's interesting. They have to do that because then you get an idea of what. The characters look like and so one of them was like oh this person has dyed i think i think it's pseudo where oh, they're like oh yeah he's got dyed red hair bright red yeah. yeah so just to give visual representation of who the character's <laughs> hair and i think uh koenji has dyed blonde hair
0: yeah i mean unless he's european
1: <laughs> which i don't think he is <laughs> no not with uh ranosuke as his name
0: oh yeah definitely no no that's that's japanese as fuck <laughs> no okay that's very interesting though Yes. So, Matt, do you have a favorite character out of season one?
1: Oh, man. There's so many fucking characters.
0: It's so <laughs> hard. To it's keep... so hard. There's so many. But, yeah, season one, do you have one in Arrow in It's so hard to keep
1: them straight, let alone try to pick a favorite character. And it's not Susan A. She, ha- she is a good character. But she's definitely not my favorite character.
0: Like yep. she's, I, I feel you on that one, and I can throw an opinion in after you claim a character.
1: I don't want to say I, Iyana Koji, but I kind of do because I think the light novel made his personality so much different than like I. If it was just for the anime, I would say Iyana Koji, but because of his personality in the light novel, he's not my favorite character.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay,
1: because he's a lot more intimidating in the anime than he is in the light novel.
0: Okay, yep, yep, you were saying that.
1: It is so hard to choose a favorite character. I, I really don't have one, to be completely honest.
0: No, that's, that's how I felt. So there was two characters that I was like, I kind of like where this person was going, I kind of like where this person was going, and I kind of did like a roulette thing, and I just fucking chose one. And I'm going to go with him, <laughs> there, uh, say what I liked, and that's where I'm going to...
1: There's some people that I like better in because of season two, but I hate their personality in season one. Oh, man.
0: Okay, well... Yeah, no, I I sake and nobody. Nobody. (laughs) Nobody. Nobody. Okay, well, if you're going to go that route, then let's just talk about a couple of the key characters in Season 1. Okay. So, uh, Kikyo, the Kikyo Kushida, the bubbly girl. Let's just talk about her. Split personality, yes. She is so goddamn important in Season 1. Yep. What are your thoughts on her?
1: She is a psychopath and... I kind of want to say she's like your atypical popular girl in high school. Plus.
0: Yeah. A little extra on yeah, top of that.
1: Super extra. And then always just talking shit about everybody else when they're not with those people. That's what I feel. That's what I feel like her personality is.
0: Oh, I mean, she's, it's definitely, not, she's definitely talking shit to herself she's she, judging everybody that's for sure
1: absolutely judging everybody and i really want to know more about her i will say without giving anything away we do find out more about her in season two okay
0: that's what i'm hardcore interested in is kiki is very interesting because obviously she had that personality switch she goes from super bubbly to super serious yep I'm almost interested in if the voice actor is different in itself. I would imagine it's the same, but uh, like, no, man.
1: I guarantee it's the same. There's yeah. no, I bet you whoever was her voice actress did, was able to swap between the two.
0: Yeah. And it makes sense. Cause it'd be really weird to have two voice actresses for the same character
1: for one line really?
0: for very, very many lines. Yeah, exactly. So it's stupid to do that, but uh, so. it, she's still interesting enough. I'm, I want to know a, a bit of a backstory on why she might be like this because she's, she seems to be very psychologically dependent on just being accepted to some degree. Traumatized. Traumatized. Yeah. That's very, that's very true. And you know, a, the way a lot of these younger animes go, where there's basically a harem feel going on, which is, we can pull the whole harem crew towards Ayanokoji. Talk about all that, but Kushida, Definitely has that feel where there was like two two times where she was about to ask if, if he's interested in her.
1: So in the light novel, she says he is the type of person she hates the most.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So she basically dis- despises is the wrong way to say it. But at least in the light novel, they portray it as if they would never get together.
0: Okay, that's very interesting. Because they definitely made us feel like she was interested in him. Especially after being like, Hey, who are you interested in? Are you interested in someone like Suzanne A? Because
1: she wants to know she wants everything she can use against him that she can. And she remember she hates Suzanne A. Yep. So anything that makes Suzanne happy, she's gonna wanna try and make sure that doesn't happen. Also, she, because Ayana Koji knows essentially her secret, she is keeping an extra close eye on him. So the easiest way to make it seem that she would want to be close to him is by having an attraction towards him.
0: Right, right. I can see that. It just, it's interesting because the anime makes it hardcore that yes. it looks like she's jealous to the extreme, especially at the point where they're on the boat and she's like, hey, ever since this that moment happened, you've been feeling distant. Yep. And she's sitting there holding him from behind. Yeah, it's he's just, just kind of taking it. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: Kikyo, Kushida, she's interesting. Would I, you say you're the most interested in, in her? Like if you had to rank them?
0: Originally, when I was talking about who I was, I didn't know who to choose from. She was like in the top three that I was most interested in. And that's because she's like crazy at this point. Yes. So she goes from bubbly to psycho in an instant like that. And then when you go from psycho back to bubbly, acting like nothing happened, you know, that's pure psycho. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm interested in that. I want to know what the hell she's up with.
1: Okay. Yep. What about number two? So we'll say she's number one. What about number two? Who are you most interested in? Or who do you want to know more about?
0: Um, sticking within class D. Okay. Even above Kikyo Kushida. I'm obviously very, very interested in Ayano Koji. And yep. that is strictly based on his childhood, his bring up. We saw in all those flashbacks that he was like some kind of like experimental child. And to some degree that we have no idea what's going on, but like we assume he's smarter than everyone else. We know throughout the series that he's very purposefully getting half graded 50% on all his shit. Yep. And he's very calculated on everything. He's doing everything very specifically. He's also making plans to give other people credit on all of his ideas, whatever. He's very manipulative on every aspect and, very, very, very interested on in just his background in general.
1: Okay. Yep. I I would definitely agree with that one.
0: Did the light novel also tap into his like childhood stuff? Like was anything different with it with that compared to the anime or
1: not really. Honestly, they put even less into his childhood than when we basically know nothing. Oh really? The only time they talk about his childhood is when Susan A essentially tries to pry a little bit. And he was like, don't ever fucking try and talk about my
0: Right. Then they made that comment in the anime, and yeah. it was
1: super hardcore. Yeah, so that's that was, that's that pretty, pretty much it. Okay. So we know almost nothing as far as the Light novel was concerned.
0: Interesting.
1: I will say, as far as somebody that's super interesting, only because of one scene, and it is the girl from class 1B
0: like the main girl from class if, B Ichinose
1: because she has 1, 1. 1.5 1. 1.2 million points
0: Okay so the most important one from class B from season 1 that everyone Yes yeah, the, the cute, popular one that I was trying to run away from getting a love letter from another girl. Yes. Yeah, yeah. very, very, very interested in her as well because, obviously, she's the most important one out of that class.
1: And how, in a couple months, did you get one million-plus points?
0: Ooh, yeah, good point because it's not like they're Class A who have gotten— a hundred thousand per month.
1: Well, even a hundred thousand per month in three months doesn't give doesn't you break a break a million,
0: exactly. Exactly, very interesting. Okay, so what the hell is she doing? Yes, oh, I wonder if she's getting money from teachers or because it's just not like she can be siphoning all that money from students in general. I mean, she probably is, yeah, so that's got to be expected, but she's got she's playing the system somehow. Yep, I wonder, yeah, she's she's obviously. One of the top two or three most interesting characters because one, she's rich as fuck. Two, she's trying to buy her way into class A, and she's super nice. But that's really all What's we have done.
1: Yeah, like we know nothing as far as season one is concerned. Right,
0: as far as season one is concerned, she's just this awesome, pure-hearted girl, and
1: that's got a bunch of points. Yep, that's it. There you go. That that's her personality right there. So I would, say, if I had to pick one, only for the pure. Unknown, that's probably who my favorite character would be. I agree. Because she's just the most intriguing of all of our characters so far. Besides the obvious Ayana Koji, and I guess you could kind of say Susan A is super intriguing.
0: Yeah, let's talk about Susan A a little bit.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, As far as like tropes go, that hard ass, super smart, super serious girl. Yep. I absolutely hated her in the first like three (laughs) episodes. I'm like, your trope is pissing me off so much. But then she started to break down and get a little bit realistic. We started learning more about her, and I started to appreciate her more afterwards. But mm-hmm. she's she's still very interesting. She wants to prove to her brother that she's worth it. She can get to Class A if she works hard, and that's her goal. And I appreciate that. Yep. And that's kind of as far as I can go. Like. <laughs> Um, like if we want to talk about the island, the island was definitely my favorite arc out of all of this. Everything else was world
1: building, s- essentially
0: w- world building. I was gonna say subpar, like boring, whatever. Because compared to the island, the island was just so interesting. I loved every part of every mm. single moment of the island. Yes, because I don't want to diminish the rest of the series, but <laughs> the island was very interesting. And when Susanne had those little hints about her sleeping in her room when yep. she was actually sick, she was trying to fight this off and she's still trying to be a hard ass. And she admitted that when it came to like the camping and nature walking stuff, like that wasn't her. Yeah. Like she's she's school smart. There's maybe a little bit of street smart, but she's not survival in the forest smart. So no. I thought that was a very interesting twist and something you don't see in, in any other anime. So the island scene in this anime is what closed it for me for being like a good anime this okay i loved it i loved it so much but i guess what i'm trying to get at it was when susan a eventually fell victim to her illness yep and Koji brought her to the boat and disqualified her basically fucking called it immediately right there that because Susan A is no longer gonna be like in the scene.
1: Yep. That like her leadership essentially.
0: Her leadership, like her her role as being the leader, yep. is gonna get disqualified, and that's gonna be like uh, a good reason on why to switch leaders. Yep. I'm like, that's exactly what's gonna happen. Everyone else is gonna guess that it's her, especially the spy from Class C. Yep. And all that stuff. Like I fucking called it immediately, and I was. Did so... you think
1: it was gonna be Ayana Koji?
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent, I knew it was going to be him. Like, because okay. he's he's supposed to be the super smart guy, it, whatever. So, <laughs> I was just very pleased with myself to catch that like yep. immediately. Like, I thought that was too obvious. So, okay. I wonder what other people thought too. Like, did was that just something that just went over their heads, or did <laughs> I want to say it went it over also... my
1: head the first time. It did okay. the first time through. Yeah,
0: interesting. Okay, yeah, I caught it. immediately. I was sitting there watching like i know exactly oh right. okay anyway not to not to kick a dead horse but yep. i was yeah i don't know where it goes from there like i just wanted to get to that point where okay. i was proud of myself for calling that out
1: well good good for you lance
0: yes <laughs> i need a gold medal
1: i don't have those i do have stars i have
0: oh yeah i want one of your child stars <laughs> perfect
1: <laughs> <laughs> i will say for me personally the thing that drew me in the most was Honestly, the uh, Kushida moment, that, fir- that Kushida twist, yep. that was probably the scene that dragged, that really pulled me into the series.
0: 100% agree, because at that rate, before anything before that was just world building for the school. Yep. Yes, things were interesting, but characters were just, characters were pretty blah at that point.
1: A lot of bubbly characters, a lot of fan service, and you're just like, okay, a lot of it's, cliches. Yep, you're just kind of like, well, is that what it gonna is that gonna be what this is? Right. And then you get that, and I'm like, okay, hmm, all right. And then, then Ayana Koji start like his twisted personality starts showing up a lot more. Yep. Just the the kind of blank stare where it's like, what the fuck is going on right now? So you so the Kushida scene really kind of pulled kind of reeled you in and then the survival exam like kind of stuck it to you yeah it's what truly solidified the
0: series for me okay if it wasn't for that island scene i i probably wouldn't have cared for this season for the series in general yep i i can play i could play along with how things could have played out but like that I don't know. I kind of like that survival kind of aspect, and
1: gives a lot more suspense to the series. So yeah, far. yeah, yeah.
0: I was I was totally on board with that. Kind of reminded me of oh shit, Tomogachi, the Tomogachi game series. Okay, yeah. So I liked that.
1: One another aspect that I liked about the series was everything happened, and then they gave you the explanation of how it happened.
0: Yep, that was very interesting. Except for one moment. Okay. One moment pissed me off. <laughs> it was like the end of episode two or three or whatever. They're like. Oh, yeah, everybody passed the midterm and happy go lucky at the end of the series. And the very beginning of the next episode is like, oh, yeah, psych, one of you failed. I'm like, (laughs) that is not what you said happened. And then they were pulling, they were doing back. Story kind of stuff, and even the backstory stuff didn't match with what they were saying. It was just a little <laughs> bit of anime logic, okay, for you know, just to keep the audience drawn in, but yeah, like it didn't add up correctly. So that's my only nitpick on that point, but <laughs> I understand
1: they just had to give us extra fan service so they couldn't have the uh, but he failed at the end, yeah.
0: I mean, it's just that it's just cheap twist that they took, yeah, and. It's fine. Again, if this is going to be a week-by-week kind of watch, you wouldn't really pick up on it that well, but binging it, instantly recognize it. So I guess that's the pros and cons of binging.
1: Yeah. As a very latecomer to the series, is this something you're going to tell people to watch? Like, would you recommend this to other people? Obviously, because I've been trying to get you to watch it, I do recommend it to you and to other people. But what about you? Like, how how would you go about this series
0: I would say this would be a really strong anime for a new anime watcher okay that's okay with fan service that's okay with fan service that's that's a caveat <laughs> that you have to throw in there but I was gonna say someone who's not too used to all the cliche okay uh, stereotypes of just character types just whatever because mm-hmm. those are very prevalent in everybody. That's, that's whatever. But when it comes to psychological thrillers, um, this this stands out on being very good and being very eventful and inventive on just random-ass situations. Mm-hmm. It, it keeps you on your toes. It makes you want—and for all you guys who are not Midwesterners, I said toes. If you're going to make fun of my toes, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, if it keeps you guessing. Okay. And it keeps you. You want to be right on some things, like kind of like how I was saying. Like I called that switching the leadership role was going to be a thing, and I was right. So I was super yeah. super proud of that. So and that's just being like an experienced anime watcher. So that's maybe I have a a perk on my side for that. Anyway, <laughs> for a newbie, yes, this is a hundred percent it. Okay it's kind of like comparing it to death note. Being a semi new anime watcher watching death note you're like this is psychological thriller. Yep. Yeah, a lot of smart talk going on <laughs> so you're like, "Ooh, yeah, that's a good point." And like you're trying to like weave your way through all of these impossibilities. It's just really fun to watch essentially anime logic happen. <laughs> but whatever. This is this is a solid show. Yep. And even if you are an older person, this is still good because it's still fun to watch these psychological thrillers, just in general. It's kind of like your true crime shows. Yep. It's just fun to watch smart people do their thing.
1: Be okay. smart people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, I only have one, ish, one strong issue with this. Okay. Is I wish these were college students and not <laughs> high school students. Okay. So I know in the West, it's much more different than Japan and in the East. Yep. Don't fucking care about high schoolers. Also, it's very creepy... High schoolers in the West. Let's just make these actual adults. If that was the only difference, then fuck yeah, this would be so much more better. Also, because these guys are so goddamn smart. Yep. Their character designs are way too mature for an actual high schooler, especially when we're talking about that Class A guy who's fucking bald as fuck and he looks like he's already in his 30s.
1: Oh yeah, that. (laughs) Oh man, you just sound like an old guy right there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't want to kick a dead horse like we always do, but like the height, I love the story. I just wish the characters were just a little bit older and mature. Okay, because the story could still play out perfectly if they were college students, because the end goal could be getting any job that they want. So the same thing is, I think it's translatable. So I would have appreciated a little bit more if they were more mature. Okay basically there okay that's my thoughts okay what, what are you thinking i
1: really enjoyed it the fan service did get a little much especially at certain times i just kind of think it's whatever so
0: i mean at this point in our lives we're so numb to everything as it is it's, yeah. it's whatever it's like okay i yeah. get
1: it yep so that that's kind of what it is i enjoy the story a lot the so story
0: I, is very good. I'm very much invested on the story itself. I think yeah. Koji's so goddamn interesting. And really, and that, I just want to know his history. But And then I
1: think, like, all the characters have really crazy eyes. Like, their eyes are super cool. So the drawings of all the characters I really enjoy. And that's kind of what drew me in. Because it's very anime-esque on every single one of their eyes. Yep. So just what helped draw me into the series was just all the character designs
0: yeah everybody does have a uniqueness to them too so you got to give mad props to the animators who can you, actually do that
1: you can't Yu Gi Oh this
0: <laughs> yeah you can't have like 100 basic ass gray faces out on the field and have one super colorful face
1: yeah that you would have no idea if you tried watching this series
0: right everybody is pretty you can you can point everybody out and you know, I'd be very interested in at the end of like season ten, you can go back to season one and be like, Oh dude, that guy's not gonna be relevant until like season eight.
1: You mean like what I did where I was like, Oh shit, there's that that person that I see now we finally understand who they are in season three. Right?
0: Yeah, just stuff like that. Ooh, looking through this character list. <laughs> yes. Confirm. Yeah. Fucking Albert. Albert. <laughs> in class C. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's him. That big Albert big, Yamada. Yeah, the big dark motherfucker, like the fucking bodybuilder.
1: That's not who you're talking about as far as the old guy, because the old guy is from class 1A. The old guy? The the guy who looks like he's 40.
0: Are we talking about the dude who just, who's the bodyguard?
1: No, that's Yamada. That's Albert Yamada. Yeah,
0: that's who I'm talking about.
1: I'm talking about the guy from 1A who looks like he's
0: 40. The bald guy? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's, he's a whole different thing too. I just wanted to bring attention to Albert, the bodyguard. Yep. Dude's been looking like he's been working out for 30-plus years. Fucking jacked bodyguard. He's a high schooler, and he's the best bouncer you've ever fucking seen, just beating people up straight out of the mafia kind of shit.
1: Okay, yep, yep. Another
0: nitpicking on on where he belongs in the the (laughs) scales of his years. Maybe he should be a college-plus guy, but anyway. Nipping, Dude
1: looks like he's 25 playing <laughs> like professional football or something. But, you know.
0: Yeah. What job is he going for that he wants to secure?
1: Professional bodyguard for the Yakuza. <laughs> <Yep>.
0: <laughs> Pretty sure you don't need this college degree to get part of the Yakuza. But
1: a very good resume builder.
0: <laughs> Before we get too carried away, I do have a couple notes that I had. Okay. That I want to talk about in episode one. They were talking about how everyone was allotted, 100,000 yen. Okay. And that it, for every American out there, that equivalates to $675.07. Okay. So as a high schooler, giving but, $675 up front to just do with what you please. But for, you don't have to pay
1: for room and board. You don't have transportation. It's literally just here's $675 of money. Here you go.
0: Go feed yourself. Go entertain yourself. Yes. Essentially, that's what it is. Yep, and if it makes a difference, one dollar is one hundred forty-eight yen so as of the day you looked it up. As it, of it'll fluctuate as, as of little this bit. week. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see what the future says. But you can basically assume that one dollar is one hundred fifty yen. So it's hundred, you know, one point five percent. Yep. So. If you ever want to do a, any kind of math on that. Um, One thing that I did nitpick on okay, in episode one, they handed out a rule book. Yep. And then after that, they claimed to know nothing about rules. Like, period. like uh, It was very annoying to be like, you were handed a rule book, like, so why does nobody know anything about anything?
1: You also have to think of it in the eyes of a... 15 year old did you look at any any of the syllabuses that you got when you were in high school never all right
0: syllabuses meant absolutely nothing to me until i got to college and
1: they're like where you I... did not read your syllabus this tells you everything you need to know and you're like fuck yeah all right yeah no so you're looking at it through the eyes
0: of an adult <laughs> yeah i was about to say an adult yes
1: not the eyes of a 15 year old who's like you just gave me a hundred thousand yen. Fuck off! I don't care what you have to say.
0: Right. So it's all on them. Yep. Because I just want to make that very obvious. They were handed rules on day one, and nobody ever references them. Yes. So I'm very curious on like season two plus if they're ever going to be like, hey, are we going to get these rules? Like, oh, you were handed the rules. All of you dumb fucks threw them away. So that's your fault.
1: One thing. This is probably more obvious in the light novel than in the the anime their complaint is essentially the teacher never explains anything to them and never tells them anything so that's their issue not the fact that they didn't read the rule book it's that they didn't get told about the test they didn't get told about the island they didn't anytime anything happens the teacher has the knowledge and she doesn't give it to them right. and that's their issue right
0: because things weren't handed to them that's when they have an issue
1: yeah yeah but when all the other teachers are handing everything to their students students
0: oh other teachers are being more generous
1: being good teachers (laughs) yes okay yeah
0: so that's that's very interesting one other moment in this anime i had a strong issue with okay was the sound effects when they were getting fucking massages (laughs) and how fucking wet everything was was like (laughs) These are teenagers getting massaged. It doesn't need to be so. Yeah, the massage excessive doesn't, the the massage doesn't happen in the in the light novel. No, okay, no. <laughs> it doesn't need to be there. It, it really doesn't. Like massages are amazing, yes, but the sound effects were very very strong, especially for me who are listening to everything with shit with headphones in my ears, so I can hear everything clearly.
1: Yeah, I the second time through when I watched this, I was like, oh yeah, this scene's here.
0: Very weird. Yep.
1: It's like, oh was, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so I was
0: very uncomfortable. I'm glad no one was around when I was watching that. <laughs> um some other things that I after multiple times watching, uh Aina Koji is the one who started the fire. Yes. In on the island. And yes. that's why that scene where that spy was very shocked. And like, oh well, she clearly didn't start the fire because she she looks like she didn't start it. Like that's because they explained at the end of the season that Ionikogi is the one that started it because yes. he's the fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> dude, he's a huge fucking asshole. At the end of the season, like he is so manipulative, he's such an asshole. Whatever. Well, he's he's always that way. But he's yes. always that way. But like, it's more obvious when they make it it's obvious. So much more obvious. Yeah. So I thought that blew my mind when it was clear that he was the one that started the fire
1: mm mm-hmm. did, did you have a point there no oh just i just he's... wanted
0: to make that clear that he was the one that started I... fire just for any casual listeners that are out there
1: yeah i like ayana koji's an asshole and he's an arsonist yeah so that that's that they... <laughs> an arsonist
0: yeah so the spy yeah she was doing bad stuff she was the one that was there to take the passport not the passport but the the leader board the leader card she wanted to play the spy role like, she was doing bad things. Bionicoji was doing one step above that, playing on her bad role to make things bad. He's doing bad things to do good things, essentially. Like, it was
1: very uh, interesting. She, But she was only doing that to get the leader of Class D. Right. I wouldn't say that was good.
0: Well, for her sake. Uh, oh, are you talking about what I'm saying for anikoji No, not Aionicoji. For um. No, okay, what I was saying was Ian Koji was willing to put his own teammates into bad situations to expose her and also make Class D elevate. So, like, he, was, he was using evil to do good. Yeah, okay, so, yes,
1: yes. I mean, the end result got everybody what they
0: wanted. Right. And some. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. But it was in a bad way, which now at the end of season one makes us think differently about him. So I guess that's kind of where I'm getting at.
1: Yes. It's one of those things where does the means um, fit the end? Is that the phrase?
0: You yes, but you said that completely uh, yeah, does yeah, the yeah, ends yeah. justify the means.
1: Yeah. Yes. So and that is something I really like about this series because it's like kind of it does. Kind of.
0: In a very aggressive way. Yeah. Yes,
1: because the the problem is is what is the alternative? Losing. And then the if you lose, you essentially get either get kicked out of school or you don't move
0: up. Right. He understands the cutthroat kind of stuff and he's emotionalist to do so. So he's,
1: he's taking a real world approach to right. it.
0: He's very interesting in that aspect.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for season two to watch season two again.
0: For in your case to rewatch season two. Yes. Yeah. Um What yes. about you? Uh I am very interested in myself okay. because This left off on an interesting note. Yes, and most importantly enough, I'm super interested in Ayenakoji's history. Just okay, yep. Who he is, why he is, and blah blah blah. Like, why is he so smart? Why is he dumbing himself down? Why is he giving everybody credit for all of his ideas? So, what's his end goal? Why is he doing all this to begin with? Okay, yep, makes sense. So. Yeah, that's the whole idea, and I'm pretty sure everybody's on the same page. Because why is he doing what he's doing? Which is why we're all continuing to watch this to begin with.
1: Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? As far as season one of this is
0: concerned, no, pretty good. I mean, we don't need to beat this one down. This is a old enough anime that everyone should be on the same page, and I hope everybody stayed concurrent on what we were talking about. So yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really we gotta say it again. It's so hard to keep all the characters straight.
0: So hard. Like we've we've watched plenty of anime where a shit ton of characters have been dropped on us, but like this one felt a little excessive like on who was who. That's, that might be, I don't know. That's not fairness. I was about to say it might be because these, these names are fucking hardcore Japanese. It might be because of that. But at the same time, like, maybe they're just not that mainstream anime Japanese name. But like, these are a lot. These one, these ones seem a little different.
1: I will give you that one. They are a little different. And, I mean, we're talking, we've probably got introduced to 40 characters in 12 episodes.
0: Yeah, it, it is pretty excessive. This It's not just Class D. It's random ass characters from class a b and c yep we got teachers we got just random ass just yeah just whatever there's so many
1: and all of them are very unique we'll put it that way yeah so it's uh it'll
0: be interesting all right so i think this is going to conclude our talk about classroom of the elite season one i think it runs on a good stopping note there so let's just start talking about some random ass anime bullshit So in the beginning of this episode, we talked about some manga, and this is something we don't talk about often. We talk about anime in general, but like, Matt, you typically read a shit ton of manga on the side, just to stay up to date with all the stuff. So like, where are you in manga? And yeah, just what's your your manga history?
1: So I am current on Jujutsu and My Hero. I did talk about that earlier. Right. They are... Getting good. We'll just put it that way. Both of them. Both of them are getting really good.
0: Oh, um, so is coming uh, back up. Not, not to say that it was like down, but like it, yeah, it's still just good.
1: Yeah, it's still still very good. I did start reading Freyran as I talked about. I think I only read like two chapters. Uh, Just because I had other stuff I needed to be. You
0: literally just started it.
1: Yep, Uh, I wanted to read a little bit into Hell's Paradise. I have been listening to a shit ton of light novels. I'm on volume six of the world's finest assassin. Okay. Like, I'm super far into World's world's Assassin at this point.
0: Have you been taking notes?
1: I have not been taking notes. No. I, I've just been enjoying it, like, to be completely honest. That's really all I've been doing. I've been very much focusing on light novels and because it's just easier to, to do at work, to be completely honest.
0: 100% understand.
1: I can listen to it, take notes, just kind of, like, I'll work, I'll pause what I'm doing, take a very quick note, continue, and... Every once in a while, I'll do that. And that's kind of how it goes as far as the light novel is concerned. So it's it's just very easy to continuously do. And then the I've been so busy with school, like I'm in J school right now.
0: Yep. Is, uh, for all of our listeners, this is the winter season. Yep. Which I don't know what the rest of the country slash world does for their winter season, but as far as Wisconsin goes it's an accelerated it's season. a super accelerated yeah so like get it's like 3 th- weeks th- 3 weeks yeah three I- weeks i'm doing to get a- an entire season's worth of shit in The semester semester yes yeah, yeah. yeah i'm at i'm at <laughs> semester yes
1: yeah so so my plate this past month has been insane um yep so it's just recently nothing uh once i get back into my regular semester i can kind of start broadening what i'm doing hopefully we'll see uh since class starts on monday sunday for me so it'll be uh interesting to know what my schedule is going to look like then and it's been kind of hard to read everything honestly i've taken a little bit of a breather this uh this semester or this month as far as everything just because the winter season hasn't been there's not a whole lot out right now that i'm trying to watch so mm-hmm. it's been been kind of nice to just get a a saw before uh before next season
0: yeah 100 percent. we can't run ourselves on fumes at this point yeah especially if we're trying to do this long term so mm-hmm. it is nice that this winter season just so happens to be not super exciting
1: yes there's definitely some good shows i will 100 percent say that but it's not like the fall season or the spring season where there's just like 10 shows that are going to be really good so. exactly No, the quality is still there, but not necessarily the
0: quantity. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely not that quantity because we, I remember last season scrolling through everything like, oh my God, there's (laughs) no way I'm going to read the synopsis on every single one of these things. Yep. There is so much to offer. But yeah, I mean, despite all that, yes, there's less this season. That's totally fine. Yep. Because yeah, let's just chill.
1: Yep. Are you reading anything else besides for uh, short flights?
0: reading yes uh my my short flights reading is still just undead unlock and ragnar crimson
1: okay still doing well on those
0: oh my god you have no idea how hard it is to hold back (laughs) from reading undead unlock okay that is such the easiest goddamn read and i just i love this series so much it's it's so much fun so good yeah i Yeah. I'm only holding back just so I can do my short flights more accurately. So yeah,
1: you're going to start buying, uh, some hard, hard copies. Ooh,
0: buying stuff. That's, uh, (laughs) probably no. Okay. I have a lot of, uh, adult things, adult home stuff that I'm trying to take care of. Overrated. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying to be mature about everything. So. Understandable. Okay. Uh, Yes, I a hundred percent love it. Yes. Undead Unluck. It is so goddamn good. And
1: so now we know what Emily can get you for your uh for Christmas next year. It's just a
0: Christmas presents would be amazing. I would love to have hardcover copies of
1: Undead Unluck. That'd be that'd be cool.
0: Yeah. Well not only I say a hardcover copy. I'm like I'm not talking about like a no, book, you're, you're book talking like about the hard copy. Like hard copy paper yes. copy, yes. yes yeah because i'm reading everything digitally yes it's just, it's just in this day in life is the easiest way to get through everything yep anyway yeah loving that absolutely loving it second in line ragnar crimson also fucking love it good pure fucking action there's so much going on yep i just needless to, That's it's just needless dude yeah exactly it's just pure fucking action okay Nice. so, so much fun
1: so definitely to uh Podcast worthy shows. Can't wait. Yes. I have not watched either of them, so i'm um, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Well, I will push those for a near future stuff. Okay. We'll just have to see uh which one comes in English first. Yeah. At the moment. Uh Undead Unluck surprisingly has zero episodes in English. Interesting. Very, very interesting because we're on we're on core two of on of this series and not a single episode is English. As, but then we can talk about Ragnarok Crimson, and they started English a while ago. So yep. they're on High Dive, and High Dive is, they're they're trying hard. High Dive is a very good source of anime, so I'm very pleased with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I that, that would absolutely agree.
0: Uh, as far as manga goes, that's, that's all I'm reading. Okay. I do have high interests and in other stuff that I do want to be like, ooh, let me just fucking dive into that. But I'm going to hold myself back until I have a little bit more free time
1: understandable hopefully comes soon yeah
0: we'll we'll see uh beyond manga uh other anime i'm watching this season i'm watching metallic rouge this is a very different anime yeah it's a mech one right it it's not technically (laughs) mech i thought it was mech because it looks like that okay but we have androids that are coinciding with humans futuristically on the planet mars okay and There's a handful of guys, girls, people that can transform into these like Power Ranger kind of suits kind of thing. That's the best way I can say it. Like they have these transformations and I love it. I fucking love it. It's so much fun. And I don't know the purpose of all this shit (laughs) is quite yet. But all I know is that. It's very entertaining and interesting. I have no idea why it's starting and where it's ending Uh, At at the point of this recording today, I'm only two episodes in. Okay. Super invested because I just want to know what happens. Understandable. So we'll see what the future has to hold. I mean, I know I'm not going to launch this episode for like another solid month, so we'll see what happens. But just for a time frame for all of our listeners, Metallic Rouge, very, very pleased with this so far. Cool. Yes. And then just to throw my One Piece journey into the point. Yes. I think I've watched about 40 episodes worth since then, since still, our last episode.
1: So still not to the good
0: parts? Still not there. <laughs> but despite any kind of shonen kind of stuff, yes. this last arc that I'm getting through is actually very interesting. Okay, We're cool. starting to get a, a little bit of darkness, a little bit of whatever so yeah we
1: just so got, skip the first 300 episodes and start from there
0: no because i'm i haven't i'm about <laughs> i'm about on episode 250 right now oh okay okay so yeah where i left off with you guys last time a couple episodes ago i was like at like 200 210 okay i think i just watched like 260 okay. about that somewhere around there anyway this arc that i'm at is the Going Merry, the ship that they traveled on for the past forever, is finally breaking down. This thing cannot handle any more traveling. Oh, no. And most of the crew is having a bad time with it, and then Long Nose Usopp is so attached to this boat, enough to the point where he is going to defect from the crew, and then he fights... Luffy loses to Luffy, gets kicked off of the pirate crew. So we lose a member there. another member who we brought on a couple hundred episodes ago. her name's Robin. she's a bad guy kinda yes and no. Like she, <laughs> she leaves the crew because she's doing bad things and we're working I don't know there's so much crazy stuff going on and I'm, this this whole train, the sea train arc is very interesting. Okay. They're making Usopp, they're bringing a lot of emotion onto Usopp, which felt very forced because they they made him feel like such a bitch before he got kicked out about he's just crying about how weak he is compared to everybody else, which is understandable, but like they forced it, Okay. It felt off. Yeah. They didn't work up to it in any degree, whatever. So that's, that's my only complaint there, but that, you know, that's 1990s anime. Anyway, this arc that I'm in is very interesting. And I think we're about to pick up as a main. I, I don't know for sure. Okay. But I feel like we're about to pick up another new character and this dude, uh, he's an Android. Okay. And he, he sucks up air through one of his hands, and then he can shoot it out like a bullet. And the the characteristics, if I wanted to describe how he looks, he's basically like a blue-haired Ace Ventura, <laughs> which is very bulky at the same time, like okay. a very buff. He's got Popeye's forearms, and he's very buff, but he looks like a blue-haired Ace Ventura. So the, that's, the, that's the way I can describe him. All right. Frankie. His name's Frankie. Uh, he's very... Very interesting. I'm liking this arc. And yeah, so that's where I'm at with my uh, One Piece journey. I haven't completed this one. Things are still working out. Okay. Uh, This big storm just hit, and some people got stolen, and they're about to go save them. And Nico Robin isn't the bad guy. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) Okay. I know none of that means anything to you, but if our listeners are anywhere familiar, they know where I'm at, at least. Yeah. So other than that, I have not been watching anything on the side. Okay. I'm preparing for our next episode. Yep. And that's about it. So uh, what about you? Have you been listening to anything on the side?
1: Nope. Just. (laughs) Nope. What I'm watching is everything that I'm doing for Short Flights, which is Freyrin. Still amazing. It's my choice for anime of the year. I am watching solo leveling. Uh, Oh, yeah.
0: I've been watching that with you on the side (laughs) when I have time. Yep, I'm
1: two up. Epi- we're only two episodes in at this point. Fantastic. Yep, hundred percent. I'm hesitant to say that the um, hype is real, at but this it's, point, no. it's definitely building towards it. Yes,
0: especially the way episode two left off.
1: It's definitely building towards it. Yes, that's really all I could say without spoil it, spoiling anything. Yeah, hundred percent agree. So obviously, this will be much later into the season, but it's really good so far. I'm glad I started watching it. And then I am also doing Mashal season two again so far loving it. Same thing as Spy Family. There's no reason for me to love it, but I love it. It's (laughs) funny and I can't wait to know what happens in season two. And then the other one I'm doing we've already talked about, which is season three of Classroom of the Elite. Very good so far again very short into the season so i can't wait for that one but a lot of, more of the same and some new interesting things that they've done with season three that they haven't done in the first two seasons so we'll see if that continues to be a trend okay without giving anything away that's all i'm going to say
0: okay at this point in time you're probably two episodes in three yep. three yeah you're sold you're you're interested
1: as far as it is more of the same of classroom elite yes that's why that's why i'm sold this because i enjoy classroom of the elite
0: okay perfect okay great so i think that's going to conclude all of our thoughts on what we're going to cover today so thank you everybody for listening this far if you have please make sure to leave us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on Also, we are supported by the anime show. So please go give them a follow on Facebook and Instagram. You can find their information in our show notes. And like we've been talking about this last couple minutes, we have our short flights on YouTube where we cover hot new anime coming out every single week. And we give off a reaction video on what we thought about those episodes. So go find us there, Anime Lounge Short Flights, and we will catch you guys next time.